Welcome to Uncorked. It's another podcast brought to you by Team Corker with a very special guest. Today we have Logan Roberts joining us and Logan is 11 years old. She's just finishing grade six here in Vancouver and we have been lucky enough to actually know Logan's mom and she's been a wild inspiration to us in the world of sport and through some of the tales of her mom we have come to learn of Logan's own ridiculous athletic success and and some of the challenges along the way of setting athletic goals that maybe she hasn't quite met and so I thought that there is nothing better than perspective from the younger generation about what it's like to chase goals. Um, and, and there's no one better than to kick this off than you, Logan. Welcome. Hi, uh, I'm Logan. I'm in grade six in Vancouver. I like, I love to swim. I swim competitively and I like to read. I like to bake and I also like skiing and writing. You are a very diverse human being. I have heard that you read ferociously. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> what do you like to read, Logan? Um, I really like Harry Potter and The Hunger Games. Um, right now, I just finished the first Percy Jackson book. Mm. So I'm going to start, I'm going to continue reading those series. Cool. Do you have to read books for school or most of these books are for pleasure? Uh, they're all for pleasure. All for pleasure. Um, okay, you mentioned skiing too. I think it's noteworthy to share that you ski both downhill and Nordic. Is that right? Yeah. And which do you prefer? Downhill. Oh, <laughs> I thought you might have said Nordic. Well, cross-country skiing is just a lot harder because you have to work to get up hills, whereas downhill, you can just focus on going downhill and going fast. Okay. Well, speaking of going fast, you mentioned you also like swimming. And yeah. I'm biased because I grew up as a competitive swimmer, and I have a soft spot for swimming and the lessons it teaches us, the lessons it taught me certainly as a kiddo at your age um, see, still seem relevant to me today as an adult, and I, I like to live vicariously through these stories. So tell me about, um, about your time swimming. How long have you been swimming? How did you get into swimming? Tell me about Logan and swimming. Okay, well, um, my parents have gone swimming for as long as I can remember, and <laughs> I started, I was put in swim lessons when I was six months old, but that was basically just blowing bubbles in the water <laughs> and my dad drowning me. Um, but, and then I started swimming competitively when I was seven. So just, just when grade three started in 2015. Um, so I'm ending my fourth year of swimming, I guess, competitively. Awesome. Um, it is noteworthy that your parents are remarkable swimmers. My dad is. <laughs> Do you think your dad's a better swimmer than your mom? 
Well, my dad swam in high school and university for part of it, and he swam on the team, whereas my mom just kind of swam as part of triathlon. Yeah, fair. And so, okay, so let's go back to you though. You're swimming. Have you always set goals while swimming, or has it just been fun for you? What what has that been like? Um. Well, the first goal, I guess, was to get my LMR time, so to swim the 200 individual medley under four minutes. Yeah. And then I, last year I swam 401. Oh. And then at the beginning of this year, I swam 344. Hot diggity. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. And then I guess the next goal was then to get my er, – I didn't really focus on getting my LMR championships time, which is kind of like the highest in the region time. So lower mainland region championships. But then I did, which was totally unexpected. And then it became to focus on getting my tier ones. Got it. And your tier ones are the provincial standard. Yeah. Okay. And when you have goals, do you, what do you do? Um, what do you do to achieve them? Um, well, I focus on them. Well, I, I try to, when I'm at practice, whenever we're doing the event that I want to get the time in, I kind of, I kind of think of what I need to focus on doing in practice in order to get that time at a meet. And then at a meet, I just kind of try to stay calm before my race Mm. and, um, just, just hope that things will go well and work hard for things to go well and just do go as fast as I can and sprint as much as I can during the race. That's awesome. And for context, how many hours a week are you swimming right now, Logan? Um, well, six times. So, um, you swim six times a week, six swim practices a week. Yeah. There are, I think half of them are two hours and half of them are an hour 45. So about That's 10 hours maybe. I'm not sure. I don't always go to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Well, it's fun when you achieve a goal, right? Mm-hmm. What was it like when you hit your individual medley time? How did that feel? Well, I, there was a meet in September, but we were away. So I didn't go to that meet in September. I went to the meet in October. And so I kind of knew I, I kind of knew I was going to get that time because I had been training in a harder group for more, more frequently for longer periods of time. Yeah. So I, I was kind of excited that I beat my previous time from the last year by 17 seconds, but it just, it was just kind of one of those things where you knew it was going to happen. So you were just like, well, Thankfully, it happened, but I kind of knew it was. Right. So a sense of relief, but you also had some confidence, it sounds like, going into that. Yeah. And then when I got my provincial standard in the 200 IM last month, I had no idea I was going to get it. I thought I was hoping maybe I could improve it by a little bit, but I hadn't swam it short course for this I moved up to a higher group so I started training more frequently for longer periods of time (laughs) and with harder workouts and so 
I hadn't swam short course for a few months. And so I didn't, I, I, I had, I didn't know what I was going to be able to swim in the 200 IM, but I thought it was going to be much easier to get my 50 free time than my 200 IM. Mm. And then the disappointment came because you weren't able to get that provincial standard in your 50 free. Is that right? Yeah, two weeks. I didn't swim the 50 free at that meet. I wasn't entered in it. And then two weeks later, I swam it and I missed it. It was not very fun. <laughs> Which is not very fun. And not only did you miss it, but you missed it by 0. 0.41 of a second. Four tenths of a yeah. second. Ah, and so what happens? What happens when you fail at a goal? Well, I, I was really disappointed and I was kind, I got out and I, and I, or I, so I finished and I was first in my heat, but I, I touched, I looked, touched and I looked up at the scoreboard and I saw the person who got second and they got over 35 seconds and I thought that was me and I was like, oh no. And, but then I looked at mine and then I was like, oh no. <laughs> and I realized I had missed it. And so it was just kind of, it was just like, you, you realize that you missed it and that's it. And then, so I got out and I was kind of composed and I talked to my coach and I was getting a bit teary. And then I dove in to do warm down and I burst into tears in the water, but no one could see me. Yeah. So I just kept on swimming. And then I only did 50 meters, though I probably should have done more. And then I just didn't feel like it, so I got out. Yeah. And I got changed. And um, I was kind – I was – I was – I was fine in the change room because there were people there, and I was sad, but I was containing it. And then I got out, and my sister was bawling. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, – Was and she sad so for you? Yes. Oh. <laughs> and your sister's older than you? No, she's a year and a half younger. Oh, you're younger. Okay, right. You're the eldest. Your younger sister was sad for you. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and how did that make you feel? Well, it just kind of, I felt I was crying and I was, I, and I was, she was really loud and I was a bit more contained, but we walked to the car and then in the car, I just kind of was like, oh. and I just was crying in the car, but she was really loud and it was, that was, was making it a bit worse because right. she was crying. So it's, it's almost like you set a goal and it becomes like a family goal. Like everyone in your family is supporting you and is, is wanting this for you as much as you want it. Yeah. Does your sister swim as well? Yes, she does. And has she hit any provincial standards, or is that not part of her world yet? Um, well, she's trying to get her tier one in the 50 freestyle. Yeah. She's, um, I'm not sure how many seconds away, but she has, so she has to get a 10 and under time. And right. that's different from mine, but she got, she recently got her 200 IM. LMR time, which is under four minutes. Awesome. That's great. Okay. Now let's go back though. So you're sad and sad is a real feeling and you're bummed mm -hmm. because now you have basically another year before you can go after 
that standard again. Yeah. And you'll, will you go up into a new age group as well? Yes. New age group, one year to go for 0.4 of a second. Well, mm -hmm. and a new standard. I think the standard will yeah. get faster, won't it? Yeah. Um, and then how do you transition Logan from feeling really sad to going back to swim practice and getting back on the pony, doing it all over again? Um, well, once I just, tr so at LMR championships, I'm in, I'm either in the last heat or the second last heat. So those are the fastest heats because now all the people who were at LMR championships in the winter, they've kind, most of them have gotten their tier one. So they're going to the provincial meet, which is next weekend. And so now, um, I'm so now people like me are left. So now I'm kind of focusing on doing well at LMR championships and getting faster times and being in the top eight for my age category there. So I'm just trying to do well at this because I can't go there. So I just need to focus on something else. Right. So you focus on what you can focus on and yeah. sort of, the name of the game of going forward yeah because you can't go backward <laughs> um now when you don't achieve a goal does it make you not like swimming as much or does it fuel your fire to want to swim even more or train even harder yeah yeah it just makes me want to focus more and work harder and try to get even better at my event so i can do it next time yeah Aw, I want to know if you set goals in other areas of your life outside of swimming. Do you have other goals? Um, well, I guess to do well in school. To do well in school. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for you? Um, well, just uh, trying, like, trying my best at everything I do and trying, working on projects well and thinking just, um, well, I guess getting good grades is part of it, but work, but doing my best so that, and then good grades will come with that. Right. Right on. Um, I want to know what fuels or what fuels you or what inspires you? Where do you get inspired to do your best or where do you get inspired to work as hard as you do? Um, well, I guess my teammates inspire me when they do well and I'm like, oh, I want to do that too and I want to get that time and um, just kind of the excitement of the events that happen and getting to be part of those events yeah. is really nice, I guess, yeah. and just being part of a team and doing that together. That's cool. It's cool to hear you say that because swimming can feel like such an individual sport. Really, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just you and the clock and the black line in the pool. Um, but to know that your teammates inspire you is really special. What about um, role models in, in sport or in school? Um, do you have any role models that you look up to? Um, I, I'm really inspired by Katie Ledecky. Um, cause she's a freestyler and she went to the Olympics for swimming when she was 15 and she got her first gold medal in, I think that I might be wrong, but the 1800 freestyle and she's now got five gold medals. So that's just really inspiring seeing what she can do. And I saw an interview with her 
And she said that suddenly when she was 14, her focus changed to qualifying for the Olympics in the next few years. So I think that's really cool that she was kind of doing it. And then she realized I can maybe make the Olympics. Totally. Do you sit and dream about going to the Olympics? No. (laughs) How come? Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to focus on what I can do now and then seeing what comes later when it comes. Yeah, fair. Um, it's, I mean, I don't think you, we can deny how inspiring Katie Ledecky is to everyone, regardless of the age she is. She is remarkable. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, take the Olympics out of the conversation, uh, and, and maybe it's swimming related or maybe it's not, but tell me more about you're 11 and a half years old. You're finishing grade six. When you think about your crazy hopes and dreams, goals that feel super outlandish, um, maybe 10 years from now, what, what are those for you, Logan? Um, well, I want to go to a good university okay. and do well in university. And I'm thinking about being a doctor. Yeah. I'm not sure what kind. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll swim and I'll swim as for as long as my, I can and as long as I can take it. <laughs> but I haven't really thought that much about what I'm going to do or what I want to do. Yeah. So I guess we'll just see. When you, I mean, you're involved in so many sports, yet you seem most interested in swimming. Is there a reason that swimming has captured your heart? Well, once I realized that if I worked really hard that I could do well at swimming, and then I just really liked it, and I liked the energy and being part of a team, I just started focusing on it and working hard to achieve the goals and times that I've set. Yeah. So I guess that's it. Yeah. And um, when you think of a good university, what what are some schools that come up for you? Do you think about that yet, or is that too far away? Um, I like the I like Stanford because that's in California, and my dad grew up in California, so we go there a lot. But yeah. also, it's a really good school, and not to mention it has a really good swimming female yeah. swimming program. Yes, and that's actually, where Katie Lucky. <laughs> do you think she'll still be swimming when you're at university I think maybe she'll be retired maybe not probably (laughs) to be determined Um, when you think about um I mean you've mentioned a few times like working hard and focusing on swimming I want to know how that impacts other areas of your life do you find yourself having to say no to other things or do you make other decisions either in school or with your friends based on your, on your swimming goals? Well, I, sometimes um, people want to go over to each other's houses and have play dates, but well, we all have our own things, but I have, I'm swimming. So I, I guess that impacts it a little bit because I can't do that because I have to swim. And um, there's some things I, well, if I had made the provincial standard, then I would have missed Sophiesta Days, which is kind of this carnival that comes to West Point Gray. And it's this big, 
it's really big. There's a parade and there's um, like it's a theme park that they kind of pop up in this field. So that's really fun. But um, so I was going to miss that if I had made the time. But I was kind of prepared to do that because I really wanted to go. Yeah. All right. So there are things at play that you have to be willing to give up if you're off chasing these sweet, juicy goals. Yeah. All right, Logan, our last question we wrap every podcast with is what is making your heart beat faster these days? Um, I'm just really looking forward to trying to make the times for next year and getting better. And I guess just um, working really hard so that I can get go to tier ones and be part of that community that goes. Um, and yeah, just doing better and doing my best and getting to the provincial meet. Right on. Well, I'm going to mark the calendar and a year from now, we will have you back on the podcast to hear about the journey to provincials as a 12 year old. And I just really appreciate your perspective. So, um, best of luck, train hard. And those four tenths of a second, I hope are nothing but fuel for the, the next 12 months. Thank you. Thanks, Logan.